The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. With Ron Russell and Brandy bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And I don't know if you guys can see Brandy. She just got a new little haircut. She looks so so cute. But anyway, we want to welcome everybody to the show today. It's been a weird, terrible, unusual week. Before I get started, let me introduce everybody, starting with the man right next to me, our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, everybody. Today is indeed a weird day. We will tell you in a minute. Um, we don't have a guest today because we were canceling the show, and then we decided to go ahead and do it because, you know, I'm from the olden days. No matter what happens in your life that's upsetting and tragic, you um, the show goes on. As we speak, Shazam is under surgery right now. Oh, God. I, I'm such a jerk. I cry at everything. That's okay. But he's under surgery right, right right now, and I'll let Jimmy tell you why. First, we're going to finish it and doing all our introduction stuff. So, okay. so what's up? We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Ron Russell, Jimmy Starr. Hello. What's going on, chat room? There you go. We got a chat room full of people. Hello. Let's give some shout-outs. I see Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 p.m. on W4CY.com. We have Goddess. Goddess, what's up? We love you, Goddess. We have Chris in the chat room. We also have uh, uh, Iris from Germany. Hey, Iris, you guys follow her. She's Hope2259. And I'm not sure who else is in there because it's going kind of like fast for me. So I'm not sure who else is in there. But, but uh, oh, Marie is in there. What's up? Yo, Marie. And then we've also got, uh, I don't know if Jimmy McCreary's in there, but you guys want to follow the Aquarius view. And his Twitter is Jimmy McCreary with the number one. And so we want to give everybody uh, a hello in the chat room. Everybody listening out there that's not in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. And um, uh, it's been a weird week. First of all, everybody in our household has had some kind of like stomach virus, so we've been pooping and stuff a lot. <laughs> that's not necessary. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, it's been it's just been bad. We've had stomach problems, and then our poor Shazami. Everybody knows Shazam, our one of our rescue dogs, the big uh, Brazilian Mastiff. Uh, was vomiting all last night, and we took him to the vet today, and he has something lodged in his um, small intestine. In his small intestine, blocking everything, and so he has to have an emergency surgery that's going on right now as we speak. And I said to Jimmy, I don't think we should do the show today because, you know, I just don't think we, I just don't think we're up to it. But then, I, as I said before, you know, in this business, there's no such thing as uh, the show doesn't go on. The show certainly does go on no matter what. Uh, Brandy, uh, you have to see her. She's shaving because she's on the show today because she's a girl. Look, 
Can you guys see her? Wow. Chad, you can see her, right? Oh, yeah. Chad, you should see if you can get a good screenshot of all three of us when she's like sitting around. <laughs> so we can she's like post it on social media. <laughs> she, she's been shaving down to like a lion and she's got that little afro haircut. We want to give some shout outs too to uh, Tina and Stefan in California. I don't know if they're in the chat room, but they're tweeting with me right now. So like hopefully they're Hi, really tuning Tina. in. So hey, Tina. Hey, Stefan. How you guys doing? How and, are you, Tina? Oh, yeah. They say they can see Brandy too. So isn't she sure. look cute, you guys? She's she's just fabulous. The weather here is terrible. It's Brandy. been a terrible day to have to take the dog to the hospital. And uh, Brandy, look It's like the never-ending story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she well, likes I, it. I, I have a lot to talk about uh, with this incident that happened. You know, I gave it some good thought. Thank God, Jimmy and I can do what we're doing for for Shazam. Uh, the operation will cost twenty five hundred dollars. Plus the, the emergency care tonight, plus his visits, you're talking about $3,500 or, or a little bit less. Brandy, when we got her, as you know, had heartworm. That cost us over $1,500. So now if you add up the dog bills, it comes out to almost $6,000 for the two rescued dogs. Many people don't... Actually, that's $5,000. Well, whatever, Jim. You know, I suck <laughs> I was I was always a fabulous actor, a lousy mathematician. <laughs> there you go. But I never gave a shit about math. I only cared about the business. Anyway, people out there don't rescue because of this reason. Um, I think that we need to have some kind of a medical building company benefit something that we donate money to for those people who have a dog and who have to put it down because they can't afford the medical bill. The surgeon that looked at me, oh, good, good, that's better, better sounding, Jimmy, thank you. The surgeon that looked at me, I don't know, I look like a rag picker because I was hysterical this morning. I didn't shave, brush my teeth, or comb my hair. So I look like somebody electrocuted me and I was let out of a penitentiary or a home for the insane. Uh, because when you know you get up in the morning when you're my age, you don't look gorgeous like when you're 25. You do. Oh, please. I threw on jeans that were ripped. I had bedroom slippers and a shirt that's like four times the size of my body that I wear for comfort. So she probably thought this poor old faggot or whatever, this poor old guy doesn't have the money. And she said, well, you know, if you can't afford it, the, the surgeries and stuff, the, the other option is to let him pass away I guess and I said to her no honey I said it's okay we'll pay for the surgery but I then thought of all the people who can't and that have to walk out and leave their animal to die because the, the, the doctors don't do it for free now what kind of nonsense is this you want us to rescue dogs at a very big cost because Shazam eats like a friggin lion <laughs> And this little bitch is no better. She eats like a truck driver. I mean, the little girl that she is, you got to see what she eats. So the cost of, of, of keeping the dogs, grooming them, shampooing them, feeding them, who can afford the medical? It's almost like a kid. So I would love to somehow, if I had the time, like I did with Have a Heart when I started Have a Heart years ago. That was my benefit for AIDS. And I did shows all over the country, and I personally raised well over $150,000 for AIDS uh, in doing drag shows and having other people's drag shows. I was a guest. So you can make money at 
this sort of thing. I can't even speak today. I'm so upset. But I thought, wouldn't it be nice if we had an organization that said, bring us your pet if you can't afford a surgery? We'll help we'll you. There might be. Maybe there is, and we just don't, don't know about it. Well, if there is, and anyone knows it, please chat room. Everybody in the chat is just you know, saying how it's all totally worth it to rescue dog to rescue a dog. It is worth it to rescue a dog, but think of the people that say, "What if the dog gets sick?" These people can't even—they don't even have the money to go to a doctor themselves. You know, and it's they unfortunate. get and, and if they don't have insurance, Obama, you know, at the end of the year finds them seven hundred bucks. That's why they're freaking out. We have got to really do something about animal care, as well as you know human care. Look at her. She's so cute. Because we love our animals and we'll do anything for them. And if Jimmy and I were not in the position to pay for it, I would have borrowed the money from somebody. Because there's no way that Shazam is going to die. No way am I ever leaving my baby. Absolutely. <laughs> He's my boy. Anyway, you guys, so we're, they are, they are, they're cooler than kids. They're just like kids. We they love are, them to they death. They are kids. We thank they everybody for all children. their like support, and we can't wait to go get Shazam. Hopefully, after the show, like, right. we'll be able to go get him. I mean, I have two children, so I raise children. I'm not one of those old maids that made their dogs into children. You know, I know what it's like to raise two girls. Please, I'm still raising them. But um, dogs are different than children, but they are the same emotion. You love them and worry about them and guide them. It's so funny, though, because people who don't have dogs, they don't get that. No, they don't. I mean, I've had, I have two children. They're like, they're dogs anyway, those and two the children. They're saying you can get dog insurance to cover stuff. I know that, but that costs money also. That's true. What if the person is on Social Security and he's a little old man in a, in a tenement somewhere with hot and cold, not with no hot and cold running water? Just a little dog that's his like lifeblood. And the dog is his only friend because his family abandoned him. And this little old man is, it sounds like me. Yeah, right. So cute. And this little old man is all alone with only his doggy. And then his doggy gets sick and they and they have to let it die. Oh, I don't understand America. We have so much money, we blow it on so much bullshit. And the things that really matter in this world, Trump doesn't see, Clinton didn't see. They only saw their own selfish, egotistical mental cases. But they don't see what the other people see. They don't see what we go through, what poor people go through for a little pleasure of an animal. They don't see that. Hillary is too busy robbing $250,000 from the White House, and Trump is too, too busy entertaining God only knows who in, the, in that horrible decorated apartment of his at Trump Tower. Anyway, that was my facetiousness because I feel vicious today. That's okay. And I had to say something wicked, which I'm very against. Anyway, and people in the chat room are talking about how we should make a GoFund page. We're okay, you guys. We we have the money to pay for Shazam. Oh, no, no, no. He's thank talking. You. Not, oh. Thank you so much. He's talking about in general no. how like oh, there are poor so you. many dogs that are not being able to be taken no, no, care of because no, people no, can't no, afford no, it. No, no, no. I, I'm a I'm a male prostitute. I can make that money in two hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what twenty five hundred? Get me two tricks. They'll pay. <laughs> Because I'm so gorgeous, young, and fabulous. No, I'm going to be. A, to I'm going to do daddy porn. Chad, do you have a dog or a cat? Meow. <laughs> is that a no or is that a no? He but a cat? he's but he's got pussy at home. <laughs> I have a little black and white pussy. Cat. He, does. he has a cat. He has a cat. That's why I said and meow. What your girlfriend was getting gray. Oh. <laughs> That's not nice. He said meow, so that was like for a cat. Meaning yeah, pussy. Cat. I said. I, I said meow. Yeah. And then he said he had a little. And pussy. how long have you had your cat? <laughs> Uh, I walked in the door and was shocked probably about six months ago. 
Okay, so it, oh, so it's kind of a new thing. It was an How unexpected, do you like having a cat? It was an unexpected cat. <clears throat> okay. Um, if Heather loves it, it's good enough for me. Yeah, oh, that is so That's, nice. And you know what? You may, you it may comes re- back ten times. You may resist it, but when that cat starts to show you great love and hugs you and wraps around your neck and kisses you, yeah. you're going to feel I, good. I, I, I think most of the people in the chat room have a dog or a cat, too. I know Irish Ginger does because I've seen her pictures of her dogs. I've had dogs as far back I know. Iris, as I Iris, do you have remember. a dog or a cat? Iris, in Germany. And I think Goddess might have dogs, too. My first dog was called Patches, and I had him when I was about six years old. And then after Patches, I had uh, Coco, and then I had, let me see if I could remember them. These dogs all lived long and died. And then I had, oh, my Scotch Terrier, Scotty. He was beautiful. I loved him. But the more recent was, was Jasper, who passed away uh, eight, nine years a lot of ago. People, a lot of people in the chat room are saying they have a dog and a cat. Yeah, well. That's cool. I used to have a cat. I've had a bunch of dogs. Not a bunch of dogs. I've had. I didn't have. Get, I wasn't allowed to have pets when I was young. My parents didn't like dogs and cats. But, no. but I had two Schnauzers, and I had an Airedale. But I had to give the Airedale away to a farm in Virginia because, because Airedales have to run, and you have to like take them out, and they need a big garden. And he actually ate the French doors, all the wood around the glass in the French doors and stuff. He was just too big for the house. And I had a hairless Chinese crested, which is that dog that doesn't have any hair except for like on its head. A little bit, and it was a cute dog, but it wasn't friendly with other dogs. But but uh, I had him for a long time. I, li- I when I lived on Long Island, Star. I had Star. Oh, sorry, John. I thought you were finished. No, I had Star, Star and, and now I we've got Shazam, Shazam and these and Brandy Star. Uh, when I lived on Long Island, we had a lot of acreage back in those days. You had like an acre of land and stuff. So I had five dogs. I had Mr. B, who was our Saint Bernard, and he was like 230 pounds. He was a lion. Then we had Bojangles, who was our Cocker Spaniel. Then we had Muffin and Taffy, who were sisters. And they were Lasso Apsus. I'm missing one. That was four. Four. Who's my fifth dog? Oh, my God. I forgot my fifth dog. (laughs) Oh, how could I forget it? It was Cleo. Cleo, our Basset Hound. And she was the first one we ever got. So I had five dogs, and I was in my glory. And then we had a huge swimming pool, a 20 by 40 swimming pool. And those dogs, when we were out in the pool, they would all dive into the water, except the, the Muffin sisters. They, they were like twats. They were like bitchy little Japettes. They should have lived in, like, Great Neck somewhere, you know, had their nails done in their hair. Prissy little twats. They're like in the chat room. They're saying they could rescue every, every animal that they see. You. They would need, huh. like, a farm. Somebody has, yes. goddess, says Goddess has five dogs, but I think maybe she has four. I'm not sure. Goddess has a bunch of dogs. Hey, Goddess! <laughs> Someone you know, said they even had a raccoon as a pet. Oh, that would be dangerous. But I feel that people that don't like animals, you have to you know, not trust too much. I don't know why I feel that way, but people that love animals, immediately I take to. Immediately. It's, it's sort of a bond between all of us. But I know people that say terrible things like, oh, a fucking dog. My I dad didn't have like a dogs. Filthy fucking dog in my house. And I thought, yeah, but you got your wife there. <laughs> <laughs> and she banged everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah. So Anyway, so here's what we're going to do today, you guys. We don't have any guests calling in. Um, number one, we had the problem with the dog. Number two, I actually made a mistake. And I thought today was December 1st. So I get, scheduled a guest for December 1st. And today is November 30th. And then they couldn't change to this date. So we have Alternate Hay coming on in two weeks. 
Um, you guys, all everybody knows her because she's like a diva, like musical legend. And um, so it'll be a lot of fun in two weeks. And next week we have Robert Craighead coming on, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But today you've just got me and Ron and Brandy and Chad. Yay! <laughs> now, Chad, you're going to like what I'm going to say now. Okay. There's a, I watched the news this morning, and soda is the worst thing that a human being can consume. It'll bloat your belly out, make you fat, causes you to gain weight, even diet soda, and does more damage because of the sugar and all the other chemicals. So I have stopped drinking my diet soda, which I thought was okay because I wasn't going to gain Okay, it. so you don't listen to me, but you listen to the news. Got it. No, I'm listening. No, I'm listening to the, the the guy on TV was one of those. Know, he told us that like five years. Yeah, four I, know, years I, know, ago. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But the guy on television is like I don't know some big shit. That mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Know It All. Anyway, well, anyway, um, and sugar is the worst. This I always knew. Sugar is the worst thing for the human body to to uh, consume. Sugars today are, are in everything we eat, and sugar is causing more cancer than anything else. But I love sugar. I love chocolate. I love candy. I love cake. Do you eat any pie. sugar, Chad? Absolutely. You do? Okay. What sugars do you eat? What kind of sugar do you eat? Organic cane sugar. Okay. What, what so, is that? Do they put organic cane sugar in like chocolate and things like that or Absolutely. no? Absolutely. You have to look for the organic sign on your bar. Yeah, but, that, but that's still sugar. Sugar itself. Yes, sucks. everything should be done in moderation. It's the problem with a six pack of soda day with three candy bars and you know you got yeah like you said everything has uh, either sugar but actually most everything has high fructose corn syrup in now which is basically that genetically modified corn grown by monsanto and they put it in soda so it's really not sugar in soda it's actually corn well corn is sugar well yes you can get fructose out of corn which is sweet but it's not cane sugar they're using the corn because it's cheaper yeah, corn can also run your automobile, so do you really want to drink gasoline? I believe, I believe corn oil that has been cooked, yes, can run diesel engines. <laughs> it's like drinking gasoline. It's Look not at that good. Brandy store. Look how beautiful. Yes, I believe I've heard that cola can take the rust off a bumper, so yeah, I probably no, wouldn't be no, putting it in your body. No, this is the truth. When yeah. I was a young fellow, everybody said, if you ever have a, a bad spot on your automobile, <laughs> get Pepsi-Cola in the sunshine, pour Pepsi-Cola on it, mm -hmm. <clears throat> well... Somebody decided to touch up their car where there was a couple of scratches, but the paint, unfortunately, didn't match. So I was kidding around, and I said, get some Pepsi-Cola and put it on it oh. in the sun, and let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, it did. It faded the color. didn't match the car, but it faded the color. So if the car was red, now he had a pink dot. But that was okay because he was gay, so a, a pink dotted car is cool. He's, okay, that worked out then. <laughs> all right, so here's what we're going to do real quick. Um, first of all, I wanna, we're going to take a, take a quick music break, Chad. Mm -hmm. And uh, All right, everybody, so listen up. Let's see. What, what do you got in the queue first? Jazz, jazz, jazz. All right, so let, right? Yes, sir. All right, everybody, so this is Chaz Robinson. This is on his new album called Chaz. He's uh, nominated for a Grammy to get on the ballot for the Grammys right now, and uh, this is my favorite song off the album. It's a piano ballad. It's called Let. It's available on the album Chaz on all the digital download sites around the world, and here it goes, Let by Chaz Robinson. There's a melody that is on my lips 
lips at serenade with a good intent as it reaches out to a far off song and molds within a lonely lull and it goes like this as a star crossed him so I let you go and I let you cry let you leave this place, let you say goodbye Then I'll let the time, let it fly on by Let eternity not win this time Let the distance grow, don't let it show Let my arms open wide When you come back home, I won't let you go Let your heart be sure As the void unfolds, my heart implodes Once fallen for us, now gone cold Dismantled by unchanging ways And can't be swayed in our last days And it goes like this As a Chaz Robinson, the name of the song is Lee, and he has let, sorry, not Lee, oh, retarded, and, and he's got a, a song called Without You, that's what the what's been nominated for the Grammy, we played the video last week, uh, I didn't want to play it two weeks in a row, so so it's a beautiful song, I love it, and uh, it's available now, it's in stores, and it's also on all the digital download sites, it's a great Christmas gift to give somebody. Now, and wait, the reason why Brandy's up here on our show 
is because she misses Shazam something terrible. And uh, I didn't want her to be alone while we did the show. There you go. They're, they're around each other all the time. They love each other. And Iris says, great song. Thanks, Iris. Yay. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to... Okay, so hey, how about this? Has everybody started their Christmas shopping? They said Monday was the biggest Black Friday... I mean, the biggest Cyber Monday shopping in the history of ever. Like, it was more people bought shit on Monday than, like, any time ever. I don't know about how it did on Black Friday on Friday, but Cyber Monday with everybody buying stuff online, uh, it was really, really good. And if you haven't gotten something and you need a really cool gift... For the woman in your life, whether it's a girlfriend, a wife, uh, whether it's uh, whether you're a, a lesbian with a wife or a straight guy with a wife or a girlfriend, or I've got if you're trying you. to get a girl's attention, there you go. That's a good one too. You know, I've a, got a girl it for you, you like and you want to impress her. This is something that you're not going to send to your mother, and you're not going to send. Not? You could send it to your mother. No. Why not? Mamie Van Doren is eighty something. She wears panties and bras like I know, that. but no women today. Ninety years old, they wear these pe- kind of. Bl- Nobody wears bloomers anymore, Jimmy. Like old lady bloomers parachute j- b- drawers. Anyway, well, I bet you, put it this way: the advertisement wait, wait, wait. for the company says they don't want you sending it to your mother and your sister. They want you. S- well, it depends. I would send it to my mother. My mother was a was an Italian, uh, what we used to call uh, um, a guinea. My father. So you would like send your me. you would send your mother like fuck I, me underwear. No, I wouldn't. That's send That's what her. this is. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it doesn't say fuck. No, me. it doesn't say fuck. So me. my my mother wouldn't put it together. <laughs> anyway, my my mother would say, "Oh, look how beautiful they look like like we're lace." We're gonna start this one all over again, everybody. I got the greatest gift for you to give a female in your life, whether you're exactly. a male or a woman at any age. At any age, yes, Don't matter. But not for your mother or your sister. That's bullshit. Not your sister. That's a perverted thing. <laughs> It's not perverted for your mother? No, because it's like a nice Mother's Day gift. My, you're no. getting sexy pants. This is the greatest <laughs> gift ever, anyway, you guys. It's called Enclosed. You can follow them on Twitter. It's at The Enclosed. And basically, it's like a flower of the month or a beer of the month company, but instead of sending those, they get a ultra high end underwear, a new package of underwear every week. I mean, every month, sorry, once a month. And uh, they package it in a little box with roses. It's really, like, cool. They guarantee the size is going to fit so you can't mess up with the sizes. And um, so it's a 100% size guarantee. And it's something that's, like, really sexy to make your the you know, in your You know life what I beautiful. would do? What? I would send them to my mother but from my father when they were well, alive. That you could do. I would have said, because he used to call her his Bella Dolly. I would make my father write, to my Bella Dolly, you are Benedetto. And that's it. And she would have loved it. My mother was, my mother, when she was alive, wore wiglets and hairdos like Jaja Gabor. She wore false eyelashes. I didn't have a little old guinea lady with a bun in the back and a tooth missing. I didn't have one of those grandma old ladies. I had a movie. My mother was an actress. You know, she was a movie star. Anyway, it's a great gift. And yes, I can see, like, if you sent it from your father to your mother, I mean, that would have been a little worked note, out. Ronnie did it. Yeah. <laughs> my mother would have loved it. She'd say, oh, you dirty son of a bitch. I love my my panties. Anyway, you guys, if you go to enclosedlingerie.com, E-N-C-L-O-S-E-D-L-I-N-G-E-R-I-E.com, you get $25 off your holiday gift that you're sending to your woman in your life. All you got to do is enter the promo code Jimmy Star when you check out, and you'll get $25 off any multi-month enclosed gift. So again, that's enclosedlingerie.com. The code is Jimmy Star. Get $25 off the best holiday gift ever and let the woman in your life feel beautiful and sexy. Well, that's the gift for the lady who has everything. Jimmy, what size would you be in them? 
I don't know. I've never tried women's panties. Maybe I should send them to you once a month. I don't know. Like I, I think I, I don't like those like thongy looking things. So for me, <laughs> why not? I bet you'd love those women's panties. You're <laughs> yeah, <cute. right. laughs> so guys out there, send them to your husbands too. That's hilarious. There's no sex on panties. Everybody should wear them. They're sexy, hot, and comfortable. Everybody in the chat room is saying like the sexy panties are nice, but but it's more fun like taking them off when you're getting naked. <laughs> Wait, I have to I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something. Years and years ago, I was going out with this fellow who was younger than I, but I didn't know it because he was in college and he never told me. Well, I went to dinner with he and his mom one night, and his mother was a real whore at you know, husband, husbands, very rich, very bitchy. And she said to me, did you know that Michael is not going to college because of you, Ron? I said, it's not my fault. I don't know anything. She said, well, maybe it's because, you know, he's lingering to have good sex and it's not with you. So I thought, what a bitch. What a thing to say. What has that got to do with college? So I said to her, Caroline, since you're having an affair with the waiter in this rest, the bartender in this restaurant that I knew about, I said, when John goes down on you, does he take his, your panties off with his teeth? And she looked at me and she said, do you have a camera in my bedroom? Because <laughs> <laughs> she was from South Carolina. <laughs> do I have a camera? Little whore. Anyway, she was a horrible mother. She was. She treated Michael dreadfully. I mean, he, she never cooked, cleaned, did anything. What she, was the actual, how was that the point? Though? What was the point of that story? I forgot. <laughs> Chatty wasn't tied. I was just trying oh, to figure because, out how he was going to tie it all together because it's panties. Oh, because that's how you should remove a lady's panties. Oh, Not okay. with your hands. You should remove them with your teeth and pull them down so your nose goes you know where. And when your nose is on the you know what, blow out. So you get steam heat on that little chingamadig. <laughs> I know my way around town, boys. We're like getting really I know my now. way around town. Before I was doing guys, I was doing chicks. There you go. All right. So also, you guys, we went and saw a movie yesterday, and and it was well, actually we saw two movies. Oh, I well, got it. I want <laughs> I want to tell the story about the second. Well, okay. Movie. The first movie we went to go see was called The Arrival or Arrival, and it had um Amy Adams and Love Jeremy her. Renner. You liked it. Love Amy Adams. She shot the whole film. She did about eighty-five percent of the movie, which means almost she was in every shot. Not a drop of makeup on her, and she was still exquisite. Fabulous performance. The movie was good, from what I understood, but a lot of it I didn't understand. I had to, you know, digest it, and then I figured it out. It was a short story. It's impossible to make a short story into a two-hour movie unless you do a lot of bullshit. A lot of stalling, like getting dressed, getting undressed, uh, walking up to the spaceship. You know, they do all that fill-in. Yeah, it was a movie about, like, aliens coming to the Right, to it's a it was a fill-in movie because it was a short story. Go see it. Figure it out. It was, a, you know, it was, a, it was entertaining. It wasn't I great. Liked, no, I liked it because I had to use the brain that no longer functions. And that was very nice. Now we get up and we very calmly walk to our second movie, which is... <laughs> we went to go see Allied with Brad Pitt. Well... It opened well. It went halfway well. And then suddenly they realized, the theater, that they had two guys in there that didn't pay for a ticket. <laughs> and we so, were the only two in the theater. <laughs> so, so they turned the lights up and killed the sound. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I couldn't believe it. I said, Jimmy, I would have rather they throw us out because we have an excuse that we rehearsed. Um, you know, like we, we missed the beginning of this movie, so we came back in to see it again. 
So yeah, so <laughs> like, we got to watch like the first bitches. half hour of it. They they got and us teased this just what enough. Happened. And it's an it's a, it's a spy adventure film. And now I said to Jimmy, we have to either go pay to see it again or wait for it to come on TV, Netflix. But it's a good movie. Uh, Brad Pitt must have had a fabulous facelift. I'd love to know who did his lift because I would go to that doctor in a minute. Uh, fabulous. He looks 20 years younger and artificial, of course. He looks like an old guy trying to look young, but that's good. I'll take that, too. Yeah, it doesn't work sneaking into the theater if you're the only uh, if you're the only person in the theater. There has to be somebody but in the theater know what who buys a ticket. Me, you know what pisses me <laughs> off? It costs Jimmy and I about 30 bucks to go see a movie, okay? The, 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 the diet soda he drinks is $6, and the popcorn is $6. We got it for free, though, because on I Tuesday. I know, because, because it's Tuesday, but normally we pay. So 6 and 6 is 12, plus two $12 tickets is 24, and 12 is how much? $36. So it's 36 bucks to go see some Chad, do you ever go to the movies? Like I told you, last time I was at the movies, we were taking the kids there. That's right. Okay. Oh, so you don't really go for you. You just wait for things to come on like Netflix or Hulu or something? That's right. And speaking of Netflix, I watched an Amy Adams movie the other day about where she was a painter doing all the paint work for her husband. The husband was taking credit oh, for it. Yeah, it's a good the, movie. That was the good. Keen, the Keen paintings that everybody thought yeah. Keen was a man yeah. and Keen was a woman. I was around in the Keen days right. when everybody had a fake Keen on their wall, the kids yeah. with the big eyeballs. Right. And I never liked them. They were always weird looking to me. It's it's a little odd. It's a little dark. But uh, yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good movie, though. And she's a wonderful actress. I mean, I, I don't miss any of her performances. She changes everything. She's just a beautiful girl. Very beautiful. And very sweet. We and actually, I've never met her, but I will when we move out to L.A. Because Amy's on my uh, stalk list. She's a great actress. She has that movie that she did. Where she like goes to Ireland or whatever, oh, it's like yeah, leap year or something story. or whatever. It's a love leap story. Year, it's fantastic. It was fabulous. wonderful. Chad, look at all of her films. They're clean and beautiful and wholesome. And, and yeah, they're like family movies. Like everybody, but, can they're, see but them. they're good. They're well written, and she just makes the screen come alive with her beautiful face and little tiny figure. I agree. Crazy. Girls got talent. Absolutely. Crazy, crazy about it. Actually, her. we saw another film too. It was a kids' film, and it was on the other night, and it was called Hotel for Dogs, and it Loved had it. it had Emma. Um, yeah. What's your name? Julia Roberts. Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts' little uh, niece. Niece. And it had a and bunch of other it, kid actors. What's his name's daughter? Robert. Uh, Roberts. Uh, what's his name? There? Eric father? Roberts. Eric yeah. Roberts is her father. Yeah. Who I think is another fabulous actor. My God, can he work? And so this is a, like a family movie. It's a kid's movie about some orphans who end up like rescuing a dog and keeping them in an abandoned hotel. And then they go around trying to get all the dogs and rescue all the dogs from the pound. It's a really cute family movie. It's a dog lover's delight. But it was fabulous. I loved it. Every dog in it, we, we had Shazam, had Shazam, was, Shazam in it. was in it. And this little bitch, Brandy and, and, Star. And Star was, was in it. it. And all the dogs we've had in our past, there was one right. of each one of them in the, in the uh, movie. It was really cute. Why is this thing moving? Because she's knocking it off. She's putting her <laughs> paw underneath. She wants to uh, type on it. There we go. It Brandy, was, anyway, everybody it should type. check that movie out. It was on like HBO, so it's probably on HBO Now or HBO To Go or whatever it is. And it's called Hotel for Dogs. It's a really cute family movie. And I think uh, anybody who likes dogs will love it. I mean, it's just but, a but cute movie. But getting back to Amy's movie that we saw last night, um, when you see the film, think bigger than you think normally. And you'll understand it. If you try to rationalize or make sense of it, you won't get it. Go go out of the box. Absolutely. And, and it could possibly happen. And I won't give it away, but the ending, there's a very special meaning. And I wish that meaning would go out to the world. Because that's what this film is saying. It's saying, 
peace on earth. No more wars, no more violence, no more hatred. And so for that, it was sort of kind of like a, what do you call it, film? What did I call it last night? I forgot. I forgot, too. The two of us have no fucking brains, I'll tell you the truth. How, <laughs> how we have a television show that's number one, I don't know. Must be my hair. Anyway, go see it, everybody. And then if you want to go check out Allied, it's probably pretty good. I still haven't gotten to see Doctor Strange or Fantastic Beasts and where to find them or whatever, but we're going to go work on that one next. And last yesterday, I wanted so desperately to go to New York City to see the Maureen O'Hara collection that's being auctioned. Couldn't wait, was planning it, loving it, and guess what? I went Christmas shopping and forgot all about it. Tell me age doesn't suck. <laughs> I mean, I missed it. The more, I lo- my mother and Maureen O'Hara looked alike. And when my mother worked in Macy's as a counter girl, they were filming the movie Miracle on 34th Street with Maureen O'Hara. Now, Maureen O'Hara had red hair. My mother at the time had black hair. All the counter girls kept saying to my mother, you and Maureen look like sisters. As Maureen got older and had blondish red hair, so did my mother. They looked identical. My mother was a very beautiful woman. That's why she wanted to be a movie star. But my father, being an old-fashioned Ginzo off the boat from Italy, said, no, 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 sono putane. Putana means whores. And my father swore that all women in Hollywood were putanas. In the late 1950s, I was a hairdresser, and I said, Ma, the black hair looks like shit on you. It makes you look old and drip. It's not good for you. Let me make you white. She liked the idea of the pure white. So I made her pure white. Then I said, now you look like an old lady. Then I made her a blonde. Now, when I made her a blonde, she looked great. My father came home from work, and he looked at her. He turned around, he went back in the car, and he sat in the car. And he got me. He said, what did you do to your mother? You made her look like a putana, like she should go out in the street now and swing the bag. <laughs> I said to my, what does swing the bag mean? I mean the hookers used to swing the bag years ago. Okay. That's the sign to the men that they were whores, prostitutes. Okay. prostitutes. So I'm hysterical now, laughing my ass off. My father starts up the car and peels away, and I'm on the, de- on the running board. Running board back in those days were on the side of the car where you could stand on. They still the, have that. They, I don't know if they have running boards anymore. They do on SUVs. Well, whatever. And I'm on the running board, and my father's going down the street with me on the running board. And he said, Dimatso, I want to kill you for what you did. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, the crazy bastard. He could have killed me. Then he stopped and let me off. Well, many years later, it came up in a conversation between my aunt and my mother. They all went blonde, you know. And they said, yeah, when we were young, we all had dark hair. Now we didn't go gray. We went blonde. And somebody said to my mother, Jenny, you look the best out of everybody as a blonde. You look gorgeous, glamorous, like a Zsa, Zsa Gabor. So my father turned around and he said, oh, yeah, she's beautiful as the blonde. I wanted to kick him under the table. It was at Sal's wedding, by the way, when they said all that shit. Okay. Could you imagine after all those years he thought she was gorgeous as a blonde and he wanted to kill me with the car? <laughs> I came from a crazy family. That's why I'm crazy, I guess. There you go. But it's yeah. colorful. I don't call it crazy. Jimmy, you wouldn't be with me if I was a boring dud like the one you were with for 25 years. That bore. <laughs> I mean, he, he could bore you to tears. Psychi- he was a psychiatrist. At, what was he? A psychologist. Some wacko. Everybody that knew him that I met, they all loved me. They say, oh, Ron, so happy that Jimmy's with you and no longer with Gil. I said, what was wrong with Gil? They said he analyzed you when he spoke to you and insulted you by telling you that you were this and that. 
I don't want to talk about that on the radio. No, we're not going to talk about it. Let's talk. I just what I want to talk about. First of all, we want to thank everybody for tuning in and let everybody know you can hear us. Besides how much better looking than Gil ever was. You can hear us on W4CY Radio live every Wednesday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you turn in live, you also get to hear the fabulous Chad Murphy's voice live live and around. And I'm so happy that our dear friend Eileen Shapiro finally... Got to interview Adam Ant. Hey, no, wait, I'm not finished. I thought you were, you were going to go into no, that. I gotta go all the, I gotta oh, I didn't. I didn't read your bullshit list. I'm not supposed to read it, but you know, when I say where where you can hear us, I gotta say all the places, not just one. Oh, I, so I we want I, you to I, listen, Jimmy. To us. I don't listen to you when you speak. You want to listen to us now? live? You got. You can also listen to even us the, on Monday. Even, even okay, the, let me wait, just finish. Even, even the dog fell asleep. Okay, well, let me finish. It's so boring. The dog fell asleep. Hey, give me That's so fucking rude. That's fucking rude. Like, <laughs> you know, like you have to do these things if you want to, like, if you want people to hear you and you want to be able to have people hear you places. You have to let them know. Where they As can the hear Bible you. said, if you build it, they shall come. Anyway, you can hear us on W4CY Radio, you guys. You can hear us on Monster FM Radio in New York, Hamilton Radio in New York, in uh, New Jersey. Sorry about that. K4HD Radio in LA, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, iTunes, Spreaker. On TV, you can see us on YouTube, Roku, and Vimeo, and our Roku channel is working again, everybody. So please check out the Roku channel. We just uh, added a bunch of new shows, Fran Dresher's up there, and a bunch of other shows. So check out uh, our Roku channel. It's uh, roku.com slash Show. You can add the channel. It's fantastic. Um, also, uh, all the podcasts are on iTunes, and you can check them out on iTunes. Please leave a rating and review. We're working on building our iTunes presence. So check it out. You can hear us on all these different platforms, and we appreciate all your support. And there's a television network interested in us as a reality show. So if you want to be sweet, tweet it out that Ron Russell, or Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell should have a reality show. And maybe those douchebags will read it. And give us the reality show. I'm telling you, the dog fell asleep. That's okay. Also, the you show guys, is so boring. If, if the you go, dog if you go on the asleep. Roku channel, they're saying it's not boring. If you go on the Roku channel too, you can hear the audio from all the shows that are also on Roku. So you can hear audio and, and, and Jimmy, see you video. have to be kind to me today and don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. I'm you. going through a great stress because of Shazam. Oh, and I'm not. I don't know what you feel. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm a damn good actor because I could laugh and be happy and be gay. Excuse the expression, but I could be gay and happy. With my heart breaking right now. Also, you guys, we want to give a, a shout out to the family of Florence Henderson. Say rest in peace, Florence Henderson. Ron and I both knew her. I knew. Um, I knew. I met her in. I went to see Evita in California, in Los Angeles. Lee Winkler, the big shot. He and his wife couldn't make it, so they gave my wife and I the tickets. These are VIP tickets. I mean, I was sitting in the middle of Hollywood, and I loved it. She was behind me, Florence Henderson, and she tapped me on the shoulder and she said, "Hello." And I turned around because everybody was talking in our little four seats of, you know, clump. And she was just absolutely charming and lovely. And we were talking about the musical. Had I seen it in New York? Blah, blah, blah. I said, no, 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 no. And then when it was all over and we were leaving, I got up to leave and she tapped me on that shoulder again. And she said, it was so nice talking to you, Ron. I hope we see each other again. And I was thrown by that. And I turned around and I forgot her name, of course. Because even when I was young, I didn't remember names. And I said, oh, my sweet beauty. I said, it's so sweet, so nice talking to you. And we'll see you again. And she started to laugh. She said, you forgot my name. <laughs> I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> and my wife turned around and she said, he doesn't remember my name half the time. <laughs> Actually, and, uh, <clears throat> She was very lovely and very young and very beautiful. 
I didn't know. I knew her when she was older. She uh, actually dated the guy who had the store next to my store in Fort Lauderdale. I used to have a really cool clothing store, and she dated a chiropractor for a long time. And and she, whenever she wasn't working on a set, she was like there. So we would see her almost every day. And uh, she was very, very nice, very hospitable, uh, beautiful, lovely lady. And she was definitely missed. Everybody that. loves her. Yeah. And Charo was a couple of seats down from me, and next to me was this uh, a movie star, Jerry uh, Orbach. Sat right next to me. That's Law and Order, you guys. He was and, detective and, and on Jerry Law and Order. And Jerry and I were talking, and then Charo got up to pull down her girdle or pull down something on her tight dress, and he, he started making comments to me about her. So all men of pigs like Donald Trump, you know. What are you gonna do? Men of pigs. What can I tell you? And Chinzi is in the chat room. Oh, good. Hi, Chins. They, Happy holidays, Chinzia. They see they see a beautiful, sexy woman, and all men they just get degenerate. I don't know why it is, but men don't see women; they see sex. Oh, you know, too. We didn't say. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, right. Well, I forgot about our, that. We're not ourselves today. Yeah, we're not. Chad, did, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you enjoy both the meals? It it was filling, no doubt about that. I enjoyed myself a little bottle of tequila too. There you go. And let me tell you something. On Facebook, everybody freaked out when I took a picture of our turkey. Yeah. Leslie, my daughter, cooked it. It was a turkey you could put in the movies. It was so gorgeous. It was perfect. And then Leslie, of course, said to me, Daddy, I do tabletop. You forgot. She's a tabletop designer. So if the, you know, the food, when they do a tabletop, is all fake. Like the, the, the steak, if they do a steak, they put shit on it to make it hard because you can't keep food under the lights. Yeah. It goes bad. So all that gorgeous, juicy, liquidy, wet-looking grapes and stuff, it's not. It's food that they convert. So I told her, don't touch our turkey. She said, no, we're going to eat it now. It's funny. It was great. We had a great time. Um, hey, deal. Chad. Yes, sir. Uh, how about, can you find reflections of a disco ball? I thought I'd play something that instead of playing something slow, we'll play something faster that and would liven everything right up. up. As, as you all know out there, it's my favorite song. I love this song yeah, so much. Yeah, we need to get Ron moving. Yeah, I'm not myself. You can we'll hear get, it in my we'll voice. Get, we'll I get sound like I'm at a fucking funeral. We'll get it moving. Do you have that, Chad? You have that, right? I do, I do, I do. All right, everybody. So this is Paris. My favorite song. Paris Tune and Mother's <laughs> Favorite Child featuring Tanya Tiet. The name of the song is Reflections of a Disco Ball. Enjoy.
go. Yeah, guys, that's Paris Tune, Reflections of a Disco Ball. It's available on all the digital download sites. It's a great, fun, fun song. Ron loves it. He loves to dance around to it, even though we're not dancing at this moment. And, no, it uh, didn't get to me today. I guess I'm too depressed. <laughs> hey, Chinzia, when did you come in? Just now? She's been in there for a little while. Because, I, in case you didn't know, Shazam is being operated on right now. He ate something, and it clogged his little intestine, and he almost died, so we brought him to an emergency. So the show's a little crappy because we're not feeling our bestest. But um, he'll be fine. Actually, nobody's saying it's crappy but you. <laughs> uh, oh, I feel crap. I feel crappy. I don't feel it's being... It's, it's a sharp show. I don't think it's snappy like it normally is. Well, it's okay. okay. Hey, listen, you got to take the good with the bad. That's life. So anyway, we've had a bunch of great shows. Wait, shows. I'm not finished. <laughs> I, when I cook bacon in the microwave, I have a bacon what? tray that's ribbed. And I cover it or fill it up with uh, lots of paper toweling. And then I put paper toweling over the bacon so it doesn't splash and dirty up the microwave. Then when I take the bacon out, it's dry and crisp and nice. I fold that paper and I throw it in the garbage pail. That's what Shazam ate, the paper toweling, which swells because the doctor said from the x-ray they could see in his little intestine rolled up, uh, it looks like either she said a sock or fabric or paper. He didn't eat any socks. or He didn't eat anything if it doesn't have food. Right. So he ate the bacon-flavored paper, and it, I guess, rolled up and clogged up his little intestine. And he was throwing up. Shinsuya says, sorry to hear that, wishing him well. Yeah, very sick. So I guess you came in afterwards. Anyway. <clears throat> okay, so it's been a cool year for us, you guys. First of all, we had a lot of cool things. We were featured in the Huffington Post as the biggest web show in the world, and Huffington Post is pretty big. And uh, we were on the cover of Get Out magazine. And we were nominated to be on the ballot for the 2016 Emmy Awards for the Best Variety Talk Show. So everything has like been really, really on cool. On internet? No, not on internet. Not on the world? Yeah. You mean like t regular television? Yeah. The, the real show? The real television? We were up against James Corden, all the, Jimmy Fallon, all those shows. Oh, their shows must really stink. <laughs> I mean, they have to be the worst shows the in the shoes world. That the, the shows that have all those people, I know, but their shows aren't that great. They, first of all, if you watch those shows, half the shit they talk about is shit that they got off of our show. That's so true, you know. <laughs> so many people now are doing our, our thing, you know, two people. and the Same stuff. One is a dummy like me that curses a lot. And the other one is like, the, the, you know, the, the, the normal one or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, uh, whatever it is, yeah, they, they copy our stuff all the time. I have people like pointed out to me all the time, like we'll do something, and two days later it'll be happening on those shows. When so I, hey, everybody, we appreciate all you like big, like million dollar, multi billion dollar shows, right. you know that that are getting paid like millions of dollars a year, stealing all our shit. Thank you so much. But <laughs> I, I often speak of Lee Winkler. Lee Winkler was the head of global out in L.A. He was one of the biggest, most important uh, business managers in the business. He handled every great star. And when I started my show, Set the Record Straight, Lee said to me, watch, in five months, there's going to be 10 shows just like yours. Because I was the first one to ever do an interview show that didn't interview, like, what was your third movie or your, you know, bullshit boring. Like Jane Russell, I said, what size Brazil were you in 1940? And other people, I asked questions that were shocking. And now the, the late nights are doing it, and I can't believe it. And I said to Jimmy, look, they're doing my shtick. That one fella, I don't know who he is. He does all that crap now. They don't interview like they used to because people are sick of it. You've heard that. In first of all, those are rehearsed interviews. 
Esther Williams, the famous swimmer, was coming on our show. I set the record straight. And then she said to Jane Russell, who's her best friend, and that's how I got Esther Williams through Jane Russell, what's he like? And Jane said, oh, he asks crazy questions. <laughs> so Esther said, what kind? And Jane started to say, oh, he asked about my brassiere, my boobs. And my... So Esther said, I'm not going on that show. I don't like that kind of stuff. And Jane said, no, 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 it's not vulgar. He's really very funny, but he's different. He's not going to ask you the questions that the studio, Metro Golden Mayor, you know, taught you to answer. Well, as it turned out, she got very ill and uh, couldn't make it and remained ill until she passed. But I liked Esther Williams very much. I went to her home a couple of times with Jane. And, um, you know, I used to kid, her, kid around about her pool and swimming. And she was just took a, took a joke well. She would have been very good for the show. Uh, of course, she had gotten very fat. And when I first time I saw her, I thought, oh, my God, look at Esther Williams. I mean, she swam forever. She should have been thin as a, a rail. But no, she got really middle and big titty and full-faced. Still a pretty lady. But it's amazing how as you get older, you gain weight. And I wonder why. I mean, Mamie Van Doren, you know, <laughs> you know who Mamie Van Doren is, everybody? She's 100, 132 years old, and she looks 30 years old and has that same body. How one keeps it and one doesn't, I don't understand. Anyway, so wait, wait, because I was going back to a point, though. Okay, so we've had a really cool year. We've had a lot of fun, and we've had a lot of cool guests, and I want to know, like, what, who is your favorite guest this year? I, I'm going to know who yours is. Chad, think oh, about that. Mine, who did you think is... was, like, one of the coolest people that we had on the show? Chat room, if you guys uh, had a certain person that you liked a whole lot, and then and then do you have a favorite show that you've done of all time? On, on our show, not on your show. <laughs> well, everybody knows Fran Drescher is would it be oh, please beyond belief for me as far as my favorite interviewer. Uh, what I did find a little disappointing with Fran Drescher is I didn't know her. I had never met her to know what her personality was like. But Fran Drescher does an interview as well as when she's rehearsed. The half of our show that I asked questions, she really didn't know how to handle it, so I went soft on her. But the second half, when she was doing Cancer Schmancer, she was brilliant. I mean, she rehearsed it. She knew it. She knew it backwards because she talks about it all the time. And she was really wonderful. Now, the other person that brings comes to mind is Glenn Ford. For those of you, I knew Glenn. I knew Glenn's son very well because of Shelley Winters at the Silver Spoon. We used to all hang out there. It was a diner on uh, uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. No, not Santa. Oh, I'm getting my mind's gone. Oh, my God. Where was the Silver Spoon? I didn't go to the Silver Spoon. Spoon all the time. Yeah, Santa Monica Boulevard. Anyway, Glenn Ford, on screen, was a fabulous actor. Off screen, Glenn Ford could bore you into suicide. He absolutely had no personality whatsoever, didn't speak, drank tremendously. So that was his excuse for being af afraid of people. And he wasn't very sociable. There's a few other people in the, in the business like that, but you give them a script, and they're brilliant. Yeah, but go back to our show. Don't worry about the, that show. Go back to our show. Who, so Fran Drescher is like your favorite one? In well, the, even though her interview didn't give me everything I wanted, I mean, it wasn't my best interview, but it was my favorite interview. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Chad. Yes, sir. Who did you like a lot this year? Oh, it doesn't even have to be this year. Who have you liked a lot that you thought was really cool on the show? You remember any of them? <laughs> yeah, I was I was here for all of them, but um, I kind of liked your whole Michael Damien segment where he had his like 
you know, it was his bus. He was out on the road and he was yeah, coming out on fun. video. That was fun. And you guys were doing my, the premiere and my, the shoot. My favorite show, Fran was my favorite actress. My favorite show by uh, by no means was John Barrowman. Yes. Uh, yeah. When he opened with that rubber doll. The, the woman that's our doll. biggest show, too, <laughs> oh, by really? the way. That's John, like, yeah. Now, listen to this, Cad. Had we been in Palm Springs, <laughs> we would have gone to Barry Manilow's house because he had a big garden. Uh, what do you call it? A benefit. Yeah. Our very good friends went. All our friends went. And John Barrowman was there. So my friend John and Mark, who are lovers, they uh, met John Barrowman. And they mentioned us. And John went hysterical, and he said, I thought those guys were moving to Palm Springs. They said, well, they had a little <laughs> delay, but they're still coming. So we, I guess we will be seeing John Barrowman socially, which is going to be a lot of fun. Actually, the chat room, they're saying, Dot, well, they said Dottie, who I think is Dot Marie Jones. That was Love like, her. She was fabulous. She's our buddy. Dot's our, Dottie's our friend. And then somebody said yeah. the guy that wanted to be Batman, who I think, I think that was Paul Logan. Your you know, Facebook friend Paul Logan, Paul, I know with the Paul. horror movie guy, I, and that years, was a great show too. I know Paul for years. When he started, he was nothing—a little, little not mention, barely a mention—and now he's really taking off. I get that though. I think John Barrowman too is like the most fun show because yeah, he was so yeah, much fun. Yeah, but I, I enjoy all the soap opera stars. So when we had Crystal Chappelle on, Fabulous. she was fat, and Sean Cannon's been on twice, Fabulous. and we have a good time with him. And Fabulous. I love Joya when Joya comes on because we love Joya. And and what's his name? The gorgeous. Uh, actor, the soap opera actor. Ian Buchanan. Ian Buchanan. He was great. And great also, to look at, too. And Rachel True. Rachel it's True was the, the lady. She's from The Craft, you guys. If you guys remember that witch movie, The Craft. And she was so much fun because she was talking about sex. And E.G. Daly. When we had E.G. Daly and she was talking about all the sex stuff. Right. Like, that was fun. You and then, of course, those. not not to let... You know, we have friends, too, that we really can't include in this because, personally, we, we feel for them as friends... But uh, if I could think actually, they're saying Constantine Marulis. No, what it called? Uh, Michael what? Welch. We can't forget our friend. Who's our friend? Le- Le- uh, my God, my mom. Our friend who? The singer. Leah. Well, not Leah. Le- oh, Sharon Leah. Sha- Sharon Leah. We can't. But we know she was a. She's our friend. She's been on there a long time. Yeah. So it's kind of different though, because you we, see her. Yeah, we can't include friends because our emotions are different. Oh, well, I, I included Joya in that, though, because I yeah, love Joya. Yeah, but we really shouldn't, because, you know, if Joya bombed, we'd still say we, she was I wonderful. actually like Charles Sonnessy. I thought Charles Sonnessy was fun. Uh, the show he was okay. I was fun. disappointed in him, too. He was a little stiff around the ass. And I liked Eileen Shapiro, because then we got to make uh, a new friend. I mean, she wasn't I, a friend then. No, yeah, never. but I, I loved her. That was instant love. You know, Eileen and I fell in love, and we're still in love, and uh, we're dear, dear friends. I mean, oh, and Eileen, I also... Like that guy Stephen Manley who played Spock like in the Star Trek movies and he was the one who whose whose father or grandfather did all the old movies so like you guys talked right. a whole no, bunch we, about all we've that. Had, we've had so many fabulous guests on our show better than the late night TV. They have all the famous ones. We have the people that are climbing or have been. Oh and Patrick Fabian from uh, yeah. Better Call Saul was a really yeah. good one. No, we've had. I mean every, listen we wouldn't be a number one show if it was just you and I. So it's our guests that make it a number one show. Oh, what am I saying? The one who had the cool room with all the action figures. That was um. Was that uh, uh, what's his name? That Ar- was Todd, Arlene. Todd Dahl? Stashwick. No, Todd Stashwick was one of those no, guys. No, Arlene or? Dahl's son. We haven't had him yet. We didn't have Lenny. Le- um, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's a he's a friend, so I can't include him. We also had. Wait, uh, I have to tell you who the, who he no, is. Who's the, but then, Wait, no. Arlene Dahl, the movie star. Her son is. Uh, Le- uh, what is his name? 
what's his name? And I know him so well. Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas, he's right. He's supposed to be coming on soon. Yeah, Lorenzo's coming on. Uh, he's an interesting guy and a sweetheart of a guy, a really nice guy. I went to his daughter's christening up at uh, t uh, Tall Trees, New York State, which is Arlene Dahl and her husband, the famous guy who designed all the uh, Estee Lauder bottles. I can't think of his name right now. Um, beautiful home. And the party was sensational. And that's the first time I ever met Lorenzo. And he was great. Uh, just the best buddy you want to know. And They said in the chat room, Ross, too, which I think that's Ross Marcon from uh, The Walking Dead, who's a huge actor now on The Walking Dead. And, and he was also uh, on Jay Leno, re or one of those like nighttime talk shows, doing like impressions. Another one of my favorites is when uh, Shooter McGavern called in. Who's Shooter McGavern? Shooter. It doesn't ring a bell. Uh oh. No, I don't remember that either. You sure you're on our show? Happy Gilmore, Shooter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, Christopher McDonald. Thank uh, you. Yeah. A <laughs> friend from. The yeah. friend from I, I forgot Happy Gilmore. I think the two of us are losing our Christopher minds. McDonald. Yeah, right, that was fun. Uh, they're As saying I, they I, liked Aaron I, Paul a lot. He was fabulous, and also I liked. Um, I, I thought. Uh, uh, I think the one they're talking about with Batman too could also have been when we had Antonio Sabato Jr. Because I know he has oh, a big Batman. Oh, that's who I room. meant. That's who I meant, Antonio Sabato. <laughs> yes, that I didn't mean Lorenzo. I meant you know you get them confused. They came up at the same time. They both have exotic name, you know, Italian and. Both have a Spanish name and Italian. And who was the male group that performed? That was one of the best performances well, we, as far you know, as acapella. We, we, we could go on for oh, days. Oh, yeah, that was the Modern Gentlemen. They were good. I liked them. They were fabulous. Clifton Collins, Ileana Douglas, she Noah Guthrie. Good. Ileana's is so nice. Wendy Moan, but she's a friend of ours. Wendy's a friend, and we love and adore, so we're not going to put her in this. Because if, if she took a shit on the television, I'd say it was Carvel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> mm. Wendy Moten does no wrong in my book. I love, love I love Wendy. All right, so here's what we're going to do, Chad. Let's take one more. Let's take another music break. Let's do that. This time, let's do, uh, how about Madland by Automatic Eden? Madland by Automatic Eden. We can do whatever you want. All right, let's do Madland, everybody. This is a great, great song, and this is a great band, and uh, the name of the album is Madland. It's out right now. This is a single. Check it out. Asleep. I'm the deranged one, yeah I'm wide awake, man You're 
song is madly and it's available download now we just got an update from from the uh from the the doggy place deirdre called and said or sent a message saying that uh, he's so dehydrated that they're still hydrating him and that they're not going to do the surgery till about five o'clock now so good idea so they're waiting because like he didn't have yeah, but the waiting drink. is torturous you know the dog could die from this the surgery he could die they said that you know that it's scary all surgery yeah. is scary yep you're right. right. And he's all by himself, the poor baby. It's okay. We'll be there. I know. He had to see his eyes. You know, dogs tell everything in their eyes. He was so sad. His eyes just looked painfully sad. Like, don't go away. Don't leave me. But he also walked with the lady. And normally, like, you know, you have to muzzle him because he, he barks and growls at everybody. And he just went right with her. So I think he knows he knows that we're trying to help him. Well, I told him. You know, I don't know. Sometimes dogs understand you. They don't understand English, but they understand the tone of your voice. And sometimes certain words they remember mean things to them. And I said to him, I'm going to make you better. You'll be fine. And I kept hugging him and kissing him on the lips because he loves to be kissed on the lips. I think he's gay, but, you know, we live with it. <laughs> we, don't, we don't make an issue of it if he's a big fairy, but, you know, it's my child, make believe. So I kiss him on the lips. He gets happy. There you go. <laughs> you never know. When Brandy, you know, who wasn't fixed at the time, she wanted to bang him. And he didn't know what the hell she was talking about. So Brandy started humping in the air by herself, like showing him what you're supposed to do. And he just like got faggy and turned away. <laughs> so I, I think he's gay. We have a gay dog. What can I That's tell you? Okay. Hey, listen. You know, she's fabulous. Look at her. She then that cool Chad. Look, she's just sleeping. She's like totally asleep on the table. <laughs> I have, a, bit, I have a, a, a sofa pillow on this counter, oh, okay. on the desk, and she's sleeping on it like the princess on the pillow. She couldn't care less now. This dog, no matter what you do, as long as she's with you, she'll do it. Yeah, she just wants to be around. Literally, like when I'm working in my office, she literally like I put my feet down and she lays on top of my two feet. She never knew what love was. 
uh, she was a pu- in a puppy mill, I suspect, and somehow got loose and wandered the streets of Florida, Palm Beach, Palm Springs, wherever, wherever the Palm Beach, it, wherever it was, and they picked her up, and um, she would have been dead by now from uh, what a blood that thing. Heartworm, heartworm, heartworm. Anyway, all right. Doing? So, what were you gonna say, Chad? Uh, so, what's he doing? Picking fleas? No, he's looking to make sure she doesn't have any. <laughs> you know um, what? We had uh, sweet ticks. We uh, had such winds here the other day, and people don't know it. But if you live in the forest or near the forest or near trees or bushes, there are ticks. Ticks fly. People don't know that ticks can fly feet, like seven, eight, nine, ten feet. That's how they board on animals, cows and deer and stuff. So we found a tick on her the other day. It was up here near her neck. And I searched, and, and then Leslie, my daughter, pulled it off with a tweezer. Make sure you get the heads out. So you got to be careful, even if it's not your property, even if your property is sprayed. Those, they still come flying those in. Those mothers, they fly. And they yeah, fly yeah. on us, you know, me with this mop of hair. When I drive my convertible in the summer, ask Jimmy. I have bugs in there, beetles. I have ladybugs, twigs, leaves. Uh, a few, you know, wanted mafia criminals were in my hair. <laughs> right. I, I collect. Chad, everything. is your cat? Does your cat? Is it just an indoor cat? Actually, I let it out on the patio, and uh, okay. it prefers actually to be outside. Actually, yeah, it actually comes to get me to take it outside. <laughs> See, cats are smart. <laughs> Don't declaw it if it's no. going to be an outdoor do- uh, cat. Yeah. No, it's good. Right, so it's Christmas time now, you guys. I- I'm so happy to say that I'm saying it's Christmas time. I'm not saying it's holiday. No, we never did. <laughs> we always said Merry Christmas. And uh, never said and holiday. so it's Christmas time, and all the Christmas movies are playing. On, on Thanksgiving Day, we watched the Hallmark Channel. Ron can't stand those Hallmark movies. <laughs> I mean, I want to shoot the director. <laughs> Whoever that stupid-ass director is, he directs them all the same. They look like marionettes. Anyway, we watched them all, though. I like them. They all walk the same. They have the same speed of speech. Oh, darling, I think it's a Christmas tree. The same, like, ten actors in all of them. And then the guy answered, oh, I think you're right. It is a Christmas tree. I better stop urinating on it. We don't like The only one we like, we like Michael Damien's Christmas movie. But Michael that, Damien's a friend. We again another one that if he took a bowel movement on your head, we'd love him. You know, Michael, we love Michael and Janine, his wife. She's a sweetie pie. So his movies are all fantastic, but yeah. the movies are getting. Chad, did you, did you sit around and watch any Christmas movies? Though you probably watch football. Well, of course, growing up, I did the whole Frosty the Snowman, Santa Man, Santa's cl- coming to town. Uh, what did we have? The Mister Freeze and who was the other guy? The 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 fire guy. You know oh I'm yeah, about? I've. Uh, I can't Fire. remember, but I watched all those little things. Rudolph the I Red-Nosed used, I Reindeer. I love those. I love the one where they have to teach the um, snowman how to walk, and you go put one foot in, in front, front of, of the, the other. other. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and Bo- soon you'll a- be walking out the door. I think it's, I think that was stop. That's I married a boy child. What are they called, <laughs> boy, boy men? I was in Macy's yesterday, and I was so pleased to hear Johnny Manthus singing, Yay. It's a Wonderful World, or whatever that song is. The most wonderful time most of the year. Most time of the, of the year. year. And it was Johnny Mathis. And I said, how could people not ask who's that wonderful singer? He's definitely yeah, a staple in Christmas music. 
It's Christmas he's, time. He's though. got it cornered. Nobody, yeah. not even Bing Crosby. No, no one. No doubt. No one does Christmas like Johnny. Okay, so when the Meanwhile, Christmas Jimmy, movies come you, on, though, you know, which... Johnny, I know Johnny. Why isn't he on our show? He doesn't want to come on. Make it happen, Jim. I think he, I'm trying. You know, he's a born again Christian. He's very religious, and I don't think he likes the idea of the vulgarity on the show. A lot of people don't, but more people do. That's why we allow. He would have hated last week's show when we were talking about Pousset. <laughs> about who? Pousset. Pousset is a French word. It's pretty. <laughs> hey, we can keep it. We can keep it clean for him. Get him on the show. I'm trying. I'll try. No, again seriously. I, I, I am. You know, my book is gone. I packed it or whatever. My movie star book, and I've got Johnny's number. And I would have called him if I had his number and said, Johnny, I, I would never do a, a vulgar show with you because I know how religious he is. You know, he had a bad stroke. Did he? He almost, oh, yes. He was, whole side of his face was paralyzed. Bummer. He couldn't move. He was, that's why when he sings, he does a weird thing with his bottom lip. He pulls it to the side. And he goes, but yeah, he had a bad stroke. He had a lover at the, oops. I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> that's, that's why he's not coming Whoops. on the show. <laughs> yeah, probably there. You've got a point. Oh, crap. Anyway, who was Asian? She was Asian. <laughs> she was an Asian girl that looked like a boy. No. Anyway, the guy was Asian, and he took such good care of Johnny. He only made him a vegetarian and no alcohol, nothing. And through uh, exercise and training, Johnny was able to get his mouth back, but not his voice. And he worked forever to get his voice back, and he got it back. So he has this belief in God. If you believe in God strong enough, things will happen for you for the good. Um, you know, Sal, my, my, my long-term partner, who Johnny used to play golf with, um, passed away. And they were doing something up at um, Simi Valley, a yacht, uh, not yacht, Simi Valley uh, Country Club. And Deirdre was there, and she went over and she said hi to Johnny, but she never said that Sal passed away. But she had a picture of uh, Sal with her because she knew Johnny was going to be at the golf tournament. And she said, uh, Sal would like a picture, and he got a kick out of that. He thought it was funny. Why would he want a picture? And he wrote on it, uh, thoughtfully thinking of you, Sal, or something. And um, we put that in his... Uh, Whatever, when he died. He had died. I don't know. Anyway, Johnny Manth is a very sweet fella. I love him to death. And he will come on this show one day. We'll get him. I'll keep working on it. What are you going to do? You know, it may not even be Johnny. Sometimes their business managers or their promo people, their PR people, don't like us for some reason. You know, we deal, We deal. I've always said to Jimmy, when I deal directly with my stars for Set the Record Straight, they all came on. The minute I dealt with their managers or their PR people, the trouble started. That's true. And they never came on. So sometimes you got to manage your own career and do what you think is best for your career. Absolutely. I, I think so too. And I think a lot, of the, a lot of the interviews that we set up where I don't have to go through agents always end up come working out better. Because then you get to like do tests with the people and we don't have problems and... It works really great that way, so I like it that way too. So, so go back to the my Christmas conversation though. So, like, what's your favorite Christmas movie, Ron? Oh, me? Yeah, since all those movies oh, are going to start getting two. played. I have two. So, but I can't remember the titles. <laughs> but the one I—I I know you like one, the one about the homeless guy oh, who like, lives love in that. the house. I mansion. love that. I I love that movie. They play it all the time, and that actor is a wonderful actor, and I forgot his name too. But uh, Gail Storm is in it. 
Uh, I know her because I, I met Gail Storm many, many, many thousands of years ago uh, in New York City when she had a TV show called um, whatever it was called. I don't remember. But um, anyway, it's about this old man who in the wintertime goes into this millionaire people's house. As a, it happened on Fifth Avenue? It happened on Fifth Avenue. Thank you, Jimmy. Everyone watch it. It's a cry. I love you movie. It's a happy, happy Christmas movie. Love it. It's a great, great movie. I have to agree. It's a great I movie. love it. I, can't I had never seen it until I met Ron. I want to own it because, you know, it's on uh, video. This way I don't have to wait for television to put it on. Because Jimmy and I are busy. We're out. We're here. We're there. We never get a chance to see what we want. Oh, wow. One of the guys in that, too. I didn't realize he's the, the professor. I mean, he's Skipper on Gilligan's Island. That's right. I like that one. Like, uh, what's the star's name? The little old man. Moore. Moore. Something Moore. Uh, something. Something Moore. Jeffrey Moore. Don DeFord. No, Don DeFord. Victor Moore. Victor Moore. Don DeFord. I knew his son. Um, very well. In L.A. Oh, it's got a, it's For those got a of you past. who I've never met Dom DeFord, but I met his son. It happened on Fifth Avenue. Everybody, check it out. Ch Chad, do you watch Christmas movies now or no? Um, I usually tell you every year my favorite Christmas movie. What was it? I forgot. Here's uh, here's a sample. Merry Christmas. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. What is that? Merry Christmas. Shitter's full. Is that 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 stupid bad Christmas? <laughs> bad Santa. <laughs> bad Santa. That no, I hate it's, that movie? it's called Christmas Vacation with the Griswolds. Oh, the Griswolds. Shitter's full. Nash Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Right. Christmas. It's pretty funny. No, I like that, too. I actually like Elf a lot. I, even though I, I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan, I think Elf is a really cool movie of the more modern-day like Christmas movies. I think Elf is fun. Actually, it's really fun. Like You like Elf, don't you? Not particularly. No? I like the dog movies, all the Christmas dog movies. You know, where the dog is the hero. and I forgot the title of that one, too. <laughs> it, well, these are old movies, Jim. You know, I've got so many movies in my head, it's amazing that I don't explode. Um... <laughs> About a dog that the little boy is very crippled or something, and the, the dog saves him, and it's a beautiful film. Oh, Christmas with the Cranks, that's a pretty good one. How about A Christmas Story? We had the guy, one of the stars of that on this year. Mm -hmm. A Christmas Story about the Ralphie and his little gun. That's right. We had one of those guys on this year. Oh, that's right, the redhead dude. Yeah, the redheaded dude. We You'll had shoot him your on. eye out, kid. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a cute movie, too. That was good. Um, and then... Uh, Let's see. Isn't that funny? Like when I try to think of like things, and I can't think of the, like, the ones that I really liked a lot. It's called old. <laughs> it's it happens at fifty, oh. and you're on your way to you know. They say fifty years old is the doorway to senility. Hmm. In case you didn't know, I that. can't go in the chat room because my tab tablet. Anybody in the chat room that's listening, I'm sorry, I can't read any of your responses because my tablet died, and I don't have a way to get into the chat room. So. I, I thought it was plugged Can't in, but it wasn't. Can't you go on this one? No, because then you mess up everything. We have 50 million laptops here, <laughs> and none of them work. <laughs> oh, well. I, I feel very weak. I feel very tired, very weak. I don't feel well. It's okay. You only have a few more minutes to go. Yeah, good, because I think my stomach is starting. And whatever we've got, this flu, my God. I asked the vet. I said, do dogs catch our flus and stuff? They said no, because I was hoping that Shazam caught my stomach virus. But no. What so I, I think it stinks. The East Coast is a very difficult place to live in the wintertime. The really, Northeast Coast. The Northeast. I really do feel much healthier in the West Coast. Not Florida because it's humid. 
but I like the desert. The desert makes you feel crisp. And your, your arthritis, oh, look what I sound like, an old man. But, you know, all your little crappy aches and pains don't hurt in the desert. Chad, you're not old enough to have aches and pains yet, are you? I'm trying to avoid that altogether. There you go. You might be right. You don't get them, but that's I bullshit. have like a knee ache. I have a knee problem from playing tennis younger when I was younger. But I only have it when I'm in, when it's really cold or when it's raining, like now, today. Yesterday and today, it just rained all. It's been raining really hard. and messes up my knee. There are parts in your knee? Yeah, my knee. I know. Uh, I uh, what do you mean the parts in my knee? I say, are there parts in your knee? Oh, I don't know. Like yeah, screws, well, I, plates, well, anything? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, I don't have any parts in my knee yet. I've had a couple of injections of, uh, uh, what's that stuff called? Cortisone. Cortisone. I've had no, like three not, cortisone no, shots in cort- it. Not cortisone. Yeah, it's cortisone. No, it's not something else. That's I- what I had. And I also had this other thing <laughs> that they said was supposed to like help lubricate the knee. Mm-hmm. Basically, they said I have like... Uh, no uh, cartilage. Like arth- I have like arthritis in the knee, like and the cartilage is worn away. All I so can say is stay away from the hospitals and doctors trying to find a natural, you know, cure that you know by the food, oils, nuts, whatever, something. Stay away from these people that think they know what they're doing. Yeah, because they all screw you every day. Exactly. Everything up. <laughs> no, but sperm is supposed to help your knee. <laughs> well, whatever. Rub it in there, Ron. <clears throat> yeah, rub it in there, Ron. <laughs> if, you put, if you put sperm on your knee with a heating pad, your knee will give birth to whatever it is that's hurting it, <laughs> and then you kill whatever it was. That, that was that, good. Uh, that, now Ron's back. That was a good one. I like that one. All, All right. right, so we'll do another music break because we still got like 25 minutes to go or something, and we got to oh, take up I'll some time. Oh, I'll never make it. Oh, uh, everybody out there, So everybody help listen me, up. Help me, help uh, hey, hey, Chad, let's play Shadow by Niall Sexton. Let's do that. All right, everybody, this is uh, uh, X Factor UK contestant. He was a guest on the show last week. Uh, the name of the song is Shadow. He's a phenomenal singer, and I hope you enjoy it. Here it goes, Shadow. Do you think you'll be offended if I go to sleep? If you find yourself in the eye 
Shadow by Niall Sexton. Everybody follow him on uh, Twitter. He's at Niall Sexton. I think he literally is one of the best voices like on the planet. I love it so much. So unique. He's kind of like a Sam Smith, but I think he's better than Sam Smith. Chad, do you like him? It's pretty amazing. It's like a 30-year-old singing a 5-year-old's part. Right. You know, it's but, really per- like, but perfect, like, of course, and not pitchy. I mean, I just freaking like <clears> How's he get that high? I don't even know, and there aren't that many people. Do you know who Sam Smith is? I, I'm not a big Sam Smith fan, but he won like 10 Grammys or something. I said put him in a dress. <laughs> well, I wouldn't I go that he'd far. He'd do great in, his, in a dress. He'd do with a pair of tits. He'd do great. No, he doesn't need that. I say just give him a record deal. He'll do fine. I think I think if somebody big picked him up, I think he's going to be he, – he could be like the next Adele. He could be like a male version of an Adele. He's got a great voice, no doubt. What are you doing, Ron? Uh, he's trying to get his microphone unhooked up. <laughs> Randy pulled all my wires out. All right. But she could do whatever she wants. Right on, Doesn't Randy. bother me. Doesn't bother Looking me. good. Because as long as she's here next to me, I feel good. Okay, so I'm doing, since I'm doing a what are your favorite, like, things, um, what are your favorite TV series of the past in your lifetime? Like, did you have, like, certain TV series that you thought were, like, amazing? And I can't see whatever anybody in the chat room says, so, so it doesn't matter. So this will be a three-way conversation Actually, Brandy can participate because she likes to watch TV. <laughs> she does watch TV. Don't make a joke. But like, do you have like uh, Chad? Think about it, and I'll give you my guys first. But like, do you have like any TV shows that you were like, whether you when you were younger or now that you're always like TVing and you can't get, wait to go watch it and see it? Uh, my TV shows of the She's past. The I was a yeah. Get her off of there. She She's, was. She's typing. She was. A, uh, I was a huge fan of the TV show Dallas, and then I loved 21 Jump Street, Beverly Hills 90210, and Melrose Place. As I was growing up, those were like the big hot shows. Well, of course, I always loved... And Dynasty. I forgot no, Dynasty. I was, I was going to say it. We, called, we didn't call it Dynasty. We called it Virginasty ah, because yeah. of, of all the wicked <laughs> snatch in that movie, in that thing. So everybody... I was living in, in L.A., in actually Beverly Hills at the time, 
And all my snobby friends loved it when I would say, Up oh, Wednesday night, got to watch Vaginasty. So here they are, all these wealthy snobby people calling it Vaginasty. And I, I think that that guy was really great. The guy who played the dad, Blake Carrington. Oh, you're talking about, what's his name? Now I forgot his name, but. Yeah, yeah. I went out with a guy when I was very young that looked just like him. Oh, I don't know what he looked like when he was Yeah, his young. name was uh, Minnie. We called him Minnie the Mailman. <laughs> John he, Forsythe. He was the mailman. <laughs> Actually, too, didn't you ride an airplane or something with Linda Evans? And she was in Dynasty. Yep. Linda Evans I met twice. And she's very sweet and very nice. And I asked if she'd come on on my show, set the record straight. She said, yeah, as long as you send me an airline ticket. That's funny. So oh, actually, I said, too. you got it. Linda, Linda Evans is very pretty. Even my daughter, uh, Leslie, liked her. John James was in it. We met him last year. We interviewed you know, him last year. If you go to those things where they sign their pictures, you Convention. meet all, conventions, you meet all these stars. Of course, I'm fortunate because I have the VIP badge. So I go in and, you know, eat with them, mingle with them, sit in the room with them where the public doesn't. So that's how I, I've met so many of them. Some of them are bitches and snobs and you hate them. I mean, you're so sorry you met them. I actually love Dynasty, though. Dynasty was a it's great wonderful. show. I loved it. I never missed it. That Joan Collins played herself so well. Chad, did you, you ever watch Dynasty? That wouldn't be your thing, would it? That would not be my thing. I was kind of like the I was kind of like the good. dorky the, the ham best, the best kid. Soap opera. I like stuff a, like the Hulk, Gilligan's Island. I don't know, Leave okay. to Beaver. I was the a dork. With, the Hulk with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. I was a '70s kid, so once I got the guitar in 1980, the TV kind of went out the window and music came in. Do you remember like um, there was a show and it had because Bill Bixby was the Hulk when he wasn't the yep. when it wasn't Lou Ferrigno and Eddie's, he had a show Eddie's father and he had a show before that I think it was called The Magician about this magician who lived on an airplane. <sighs> Do you remember that show? Barely. I know him. From, that was an awesome. Show. I know him from the courtship of Eddie's father. Bill hmm. Bixby. Yep. Yeah. Was the make of the movie. Uh, I loved Elizabeth Montgomery, who I thought was beautiful. Bewitched. Bewitched. That was Bewitched. fun. Well, when we had a wallpaper store on Robertson Boulevard, it was a showroom many years ago. The studio needed wallpaper for her dressing room and Agnes Moorhead, who played her mother's dressing room. And my partner at the time, Sal, went there. And um, my mother had had a cataract operation. And Sal said to Elizabeth... Uh, Ron's mother adores you. She never misses the show, but now she can't watch because she had a cataract operation. And Elizabeth Montgomery said to Sal, now you do me a favor. When you speak to this woman, you tell her, I do not want her to watch my show now. Get better, then watch. And, you know, that was so sweet. And Bill Bixby, Bill Bixby died. I didn't know he was dead. Yeah, Bill Bixby died. It was called The Magician, and it plays a wealthy magician who uses his talents as an illusionist and escape artist to help people in trouble. It was a fun show. I really liked it a lot. That's funny. So what else did you watch? What did you watch as a... As a oh, he, you like Flash Gordon. That's That was before my time. That was 1932. What do you think? I am a, a museum piece? Well, I don't know, but you told me you used to like Flash Gordon. I, I watched it on television on Dumont Channel 5 in New York. When I was eight, nine, and ten, that was like you know old movies. Those those were already twenty five years old when I watched them. Oh, the courtship of Eddie's father. That was on for for a long, long time. I used to watch it. Seventy three. Courtship of Eddie's father. I loved um, everything on television. I mean, I mean, television was so fabulous in the seventies and sixties. Nineteen sixty, when color started, we had a color TV before most. 
and they used to come over to watch Bonanza on our TV. I like Bonanza. Chad, did you watch Bonanza? I did not. Even though I play country music, I didn't watch Bonanza. Yeah. Well, what about the other one? Because there's Big Valley. Well, my father had a heart attack, and we put, brought him to um, uh, what's the one in Beverly Hills? The big one, Cedar Sinai. No, not Cedars Cedars Hospital, and it, an emergency downstairs was uh, the boy that the man that. You have to be careful because she's knocking everything. She's over. knocking everything over. The guy that played on Bonanza, Little Joe, what's his real name? Oh, um, he died. From, Michael Landon. Yeah, he died from pancreatic cancer. Sal was there, and Sal always admired him. He was there because his daughter Leslie broke a leg or something. So we got to chatting with him, and um, the ir irony of it is Sal died of pancreatic cancer, and so did he, which I thought was kind of strange. Maybe people, we meet people that we die from the same things together in our lives. But anyway, he was very nice, very, very narrow, tall but narrow, but nice looking. What else other shows did you watch? I watched Howdy Doody when I was little. Okay, what about Don't Go So Little? Like, because when I watched all the shows, I was like in my. In you weren't born I, yet. I was in college. When I watched Howdy Doody, I was like 10. You yeah, I wasn't even born. Yeah, and I wasn't even gay, so I wouldn't have met you. So <laughs> there you go. Um, I can't remember them all. They were all so many. I, oh, I love Thriller, uh, all the weird ones, you know, uh, Out of Limits. Um, Did you ever used to watch H.R. Puffin stuff, Chad, or were you too young? No, I heard I about that her, one, though. I knew her well. H.R. Puffin stuff? Billy, Billy was a lesbian, and she lived in my building in Hollywood when I first moved out west as an adult. And Billy had a girlfriend that was a gorgeous redhead, and her name is Billy, and the last name is Billy what? Hayes. Billy Hayes. Oh, she was Witchy Poo. She was Witchy Poo. And I knew her real well. We hung out. We used to drink together down by the pool because it was a community pool. In the, I lived right off of Hollywood Boulevard. And so did Billy Hayes. This is back in the uh, middle 60s. She was a character. Tiny. She was Mammy Oakums also. That was such a good show, though. H. But she, she played Mammy Oakums in Little Abner, the Broadway play Little Abner. And she was married, and she was exactly in in real life as she was on film. A, a man, you know, a guy. Well, the little boy in in uh, H.R. Puffin stuff, who was the, like the lead guy, he was also in Oliver. Yeah, well, Billy Hayes was. I think she's still alive. She doesn't care if I say she's a real lesbian, you know. I don't think she's alive. She's not. I hope so. Oh no, it doesn't say she died. Yeah, she wasn't much older she's than me. She's eighty-four. I. Yeah, so she's only ten to twenty years older than me. She was born in nineteen thirty-two. Yeah, I was born in 1940, uh, 62. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she's still working. You know, Jimmy, one day I'm going to sit down and remember, if I can, all the celebrities I have met in my 57 years in the business. There's got to be a couple of hundred. I've, I've met half of Hollywood. It's amazing. I mean, not friends with now. I don't hang out. You know how you meet people at a party? Well, that's how I meet them. And some are nice, some aren't. Some are boring, some are interesting, some are oh, funny. Oh, little Abner movie, you're right. Here yeah. she is, Mamie well, Yoko. And, and what's her name played uh, the, the girl that came out of the rocket, Julie Newmar. Oh, I don't know. With the body on Julie Newmar, the six foot two with that body didn't quit. Carol Burnett was in that. Those are remakes. Monty Hall. Those are remakes years later. I'm talking about the Broadway Oh, hit. I'm talking about the movie. Yeah, no, no I'm talking about the, the, the Broadway hit. I didn't know that there was like Bewitched had a spin-off called Tabitha. 
Tabitha's the daughter. Yeah, but I didn't know she had her own didn't, show. Didn't make it. I met that girl. We did. We both met Lisa her. Lisa Hartman. I know her. Yeah, we met her at the uh, one of the co- the conventions. Yeah, we know her. She was sweet. Just like uh, the Brady Bunch, we met that girl, too. She's fun. What was her name from the Brady Bunch? Jerry Reichel. Jer- Jerry Reichel. I like Jan. her. Huh? She was Jan. She's supposed to come on our show. How come we never had her on? I don't know. She said, yeah, a hundred times. We have a bunch of interviews with her up on YouTube. All right. Chad. Hi, Captain. How much time do we have left? We have about 12 minutes. All right. Let's do one more song, and then we'll close it out with just some more chitter-chatter in, and then we'll put this show to, to bed. You must be let's... talking about Heaven Tonight by Nathan King. There you go, everybody. This is a new single by Nathan King. We're going to add some country in the mix, and here he goes. <laughs> At the party, looking my way with them pretty blue eyes. Got an innocent smile, but she's the devil in disguise. Works the dance floor when she knows that you're watching. In the tight jeans that make your heart stop and see a tattoo on the small of her back. Why don't you come over here and we can head on out tonight? I don't know you, so let's start picking up the slack. Cause baby, there's no going back. You're driving me. Take a dirt road to see the look in her eyes that light up the night, making everything alright. She gets right. a boot with the radio blasting. Leans back, saying she wants to go fast. Turn the lights down underneath the moonlight. I can show you a night that you ain't gonna forget. You're driving me insane. Can't get you off my brain, and I know it's wrong, but it feels so right. Come on, girl, 'cause I wanna see heaven tonight. Making love underneath the stars. Got the radio on till the morning light So come on, girl, cause I wanna see you heaven tonight
go. Everybody, that's Heaven Tonight by uh, Nathan King. And the whole album is out now, and you can get it. Chad, Chad, Ron wanted me to, like, find this song, Heaven, but, like, I don't know what song he's talking about. So, like, we're sitting here on my phone trying to find songs. You're talking about Brian Adams' Heaven? This is it. Oh, this is it. Heaven must be missing an angel. It was like, we need to play that one. Oh. <laughs> everybody can hear it. Yeah. Anyway. Wow, he wants everybody to hear it. Love. Exciting and new. That's that sound. Favorite, uh, he's talking to the phone. I'm, I'm, I'm talking into the phone. One of my favorite songs. I love this. I was going to say to Chad, could we go out with this song? What is it? What's it called? Heaven, Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel by Tavares. Okay. I love, 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 love that song. It's fabulous. Those were the days when they made music. How, this, much, how much time do we have anyway, Chad? About no, five minutes, eight minutes? Five, six, seven. Seven minutes. All right, everybody. So let's see. Disco Let me... music. Play heaven. We'll go out on heaven. No, we, we have stuff to talk about still. Oh, yeah. We have to talk about panties. And uh, another thing. Like next week, you guys, we have, I forgot his name, Robert Craighead coming on. You guys <laughs> know him from the new Tyler Perry show, um, Too Close for Comfort. And we had Britt George on a couple weeks ago who's also in that show. It's just fabulous. And uh, we want everybody to tune in. And he's also a country singer, and, and it's like real country because like he sent me two songs, and it's like twangy, twangy country, and uh, should be a lot of fun. He's he's been in about I don't know. You'll recognize him because he's been in like every show possible. Plus, he used to be on Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless. So he also probably knows all our soap opera people. Probably. Today, Jimmy and I are not ourselves. Please excuse us for being so dumb-witted and not remembering anything. <laughs> On knowing what we're doing. It's just the dog a- was a great addition. Yes. Look at him. Oh, well, that's why I had to have her near me because she's missing Shazam. And I figured she would, you know, like they always said, don't play. And when you make a movie, don't play with a dog in your scene because the dog will steal the scene. And I was hoping that she stole the show today. She did. By being so beautiful. <laughs> she is very beautiful. Haircut. How about you, Chad? Were you playing anywhere this week that we should be telling people to go see you? Well, if you're in South Florida, <clears throat> now I don't even know where we're playing. Tell the truth. <laughs> you don't I even. Play, I know where you're playing. The Boca Country Club. No, we played that last week. Oh, uh, you're playing at Seafood Charlie or whatever it's called. Sounds Some, good. Crabfish Charlie or something. Cra- cra- crabfish yeah. Charlie. <laughs> no, it's called uh, Shaw Crab Charlies or something. <laughs> Just drop it. Don't even ask. Shaw, you Shaw, don't know. Shaw. I don't know. It's all good. All right. Just figure it out for next week. <laughs> oh, I know. Week. It was Great White. What's Charlie? <laughs> What's with these fish places, huh? <laughs> That's what they. Uh, we like to hang places. by the water. Have you been to Shooters no, lately? We shooters. Going to Jimmy's dad's apartment on the island of Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. We used to drive by your. Uh, we used to buy the old Florida key food house yeah, all the time. Old key lime. And I used to always say, "That's where Chad plays." We did play the old key lime on Sunday. That was nice. We had some beautiful weather last Sunday. Good. It yeah, was nice. But I guess we got another two or three gigs this week. I'm not sure. Where. We got, of course, Thursday night. I know where we're at. Fort Lauderdale Beach because we're there every Thursday night. The rest of the week, I couldn't tell you. Good. If, if we should get to Florida for some weird reason, we'll come see you for sure. Some nice weather. You should soak it up now. Yeah, because well, it's just raining and we, miserable And we here. can't get away. We've got so many. Um, no, we can't get away. It's a sin. Anyway. I wanted to go to Palm Springs for three months and do the show from there. For the winter, and I thought, what am I out of my mind? Why not? I gotta sell this crappy house. We have to sell this house before we can, so we can actually move. So I gotta be here, you know, with Shazam. He he eats people. All right, be patient. It'll happen. 
Yeah, just just that it should have happened before. Those bitches shouldn't have been thieves. You're rushing too fast, uh, maybe. Take it easy. You never know. All right, everybody, so listen up. First of all, follow us on Twitter. It's at Jimmy Star Show. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. Ron's at Ron Russell Show. Um, follow at W4CY Radio on Twitter. If you want to hear us on your phone, go to iTunes or Google Play and download the apps. Um, we got a great show next week. If you're going to go Christmas shopping, go no further than going to enclosedlingerie.com. Get $25 off a gift for your fabulous lady. She'll look beautiful. She'll feel sexy. She will love it. It's something you've never gotten before. It's panties, designer panties in a box with rose petals. It's beautiful. It's fabulous. And if you check out with the code Jimmy Star, you get $25 off. So please check out the enclosedlingerie.com. And get that gift for her. Chad, we want to thank you for putting up with us today and everybody tuning in and listening. Thank you so much. We'll be back to normal next week. And you normal. have that song? Do you have, yeah, whatever normal is. Yeah. Chad, do you have that song that we can go out on? We're really going out with Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel? He wants to. Yeah, yeah, let's go out with that because it's an up happy song and that'll give Shazam good luck. All let's right, everybody. It. So we will see you next week. And here's Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel Woo! by Tavares. Shazam, sure. Thanks so it. much, Chad. Shazam is our angel.